And I would think that it would, I, I often, like I would like to right now, I would throw the controller when things would go awry and I would blame myself. Like I would think, you know, well, that's, that's you're a controller thrower. A little bit, yeah. I didn't know that about you, Chuck. I think it started with track and field on on the, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you got to throw it. Sometimes you got to just, yeah, get it out, get the get the demons out, and throw that thing against the wall. <laughs> Jack, I feel like all you want to do is prosecute the Nintendo 64 gamepad. You just want to tear it up to pieces, put a noose around its neck, hang it from a tree, and walk away. It's true. And I don't know that I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I feel that way anymore about it. I know we had a plan to tear down this controller, hate on it perhaps a little bit, but I don't feel the same anymore. And I don't know if I can do that. I might have to defend it. Good luck. That's all I can say to that, because no. While you bring prosecution upon this controller that forms part of our childhoods, I'm going to defend it. (laughs) In this court of New Wave Gaming. Uh, Dude, (laughs) this controller, it's like my kryptonite or something. I, I... you can't even throw it good. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Welcome gamers, non-gamers, PvEers, PvPers, and even NPCs. This is the New Wave Gaming Podcast, and we do not discriminate. Except today, I think Chuck is going to discriminate the crap That's out of right. the Nintendo 64 controller. I'm Ovox. And I'm Chuck Tomahawk. <laughs> And I hate and that controller. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, we hope you're doing great. Chuck, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well, man. Just getting crunk up here. Just you know, oh, oh, yeah. getting woke yeah? up good. Yeah, yeah. How about you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Um, it's quite cold down here. Sometimes, it, like lately, it's kind of been strange to think that you know we're in we're south of the Tropic of Cancer where we're at here and. It's really cold outside. Yeah. Sounds like you need a couple fortitude points over there. So. <laughs> Level up my fortitude a little bit. <laughs> I went to, I just got back from Minnesota, dude. My fortitude's at like 200 right now. Like, Oof. you know, it feels like summertime to me down here, brother. Yeah. yeah. It's, an, and we're glad to have you back, Chuck. And, and in fact, listeners, um, you know, a, a big apology from Chuck and I. We we missed the mark last weekend. We owe you, you know, we owed you an episode last weekend. We try to keep that two week interval going, but you know, as it is, uh, you know, life comes up and and stuff like that. So we kind of had to step back last weekend. Um, and but here we are. Here we are with episode twenty, and we wanted to make it a good one. And uh, I'm sure you've kind of. Well, you've probably spotted it from the name of the episode, which I haven't decided yet, but Will, by the time you hear this, uh, we are talking about the Nintendo 64 controller. Controller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so, yes, welcome to the podcast. 
apologies for missing last week, and we're back, and we're uh, we're moving forward. We're gonna keep these episodes coming strong. You know it. We love you all. We thank you for being here. If there's any new listeners tuning in for the first time, we're super stoked to have you here. Um, not gonna go through the whole description. Basically, we like to talk about old things gaming, new things gaming, and how they've evolved over time, and how they formed part of our childhood, our experiences, our nostalgia, and all that fun stuff. Uh, from a couple of gamers, regular dudes, that uh, have mixed feelings about this controller. That's right. Industry experts. Like <laughs> <laughs> Wink. <laughs> yeah, there were massive uh, quotes there, air I mean, quotes. Yeah. Um, I got a conference call in Japan after this. Controller like <laughs> 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 Anyways. Um, Chuck, where where do you want to begin, man? Is there like a point where you kind of wanted to to jump off? Um, I mean, we could get all boring with it and just, just kind of describe the controller just in case there's anyone out there that maybe doesn't have that image already burned in their mind or that's gotten their hands on it before. But um, How many hands did they get on it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Go place to start. Go ahead, make your first point. Just, just, I'd like to say, yeah, just to introduce it, like everybody clap your hands and one of your neighbor's hands, for the worst controller of all time, <laughs> the N64 controller. Dude. And you're putting emphasis on that con syllable because yeah. what are you trying to say? It's just a total conspiracy or a concoction of horribleness? Or what are you trying to say? It's like a focus group or something. Like, you know, it's like we're going to try everything. <laughs> See if something sticks to the wall. But yeah. Well, um, do you have any uh, personal experiences you want to open up with? Like, uh, uh, when, when, hold on, what were you up to when this thing came out? Which came out in 1996, the, I think the Nintendo 64 was, is that when the whole console was released? I think that sounds about right. I was in, uh, in college. I, I um, yeah, I was about six years out of high school there and, uh, Still working on my undergraduate degree, <laughs> the sixth uh, sixth year, I think, and um, yeah, about to graduate, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I I think I remember uh, uh, a mutual friend of ours uh, that uh, we we he had a little apartment and he had the N sixty four, and uh, I, I would go visit him, and that was probably my first. Um, you know, we had this tiny little studio apartment. Who are we talking about? Just, just first name, if if you want. <coughs> Alex. Oh, um, right on. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys go get after it? What games were you playing? <laughs> Goldeneye and Hit Hitman was a big one. I, I remember that. Gosh, that's fun, dude. Hitman has that that song uh, just dropped in by Kenny Rogers in the first edition. A lot of people <laughs> don't know, like Kenny Rogers in the '60s was a whole different dude. Like instead of that country you know, sort of version that, that we're all familiar with, the gambler there. Yeah. Like he had kind of like a, like a 60s vibe kind of band going on called Kenny Rogers in the first edition. And they got a song called Just Dropped In. And uh, that used to be in the starter of the Hitman. And I, I, I can, it's like, just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See? 
Look at all the joy this controller's bringing you, Chuck. <laughs> How can you hate it? Well, one thing see? you got to know is like Alex is see, real. The listeners can't about see how things. you just got. Yeah. They can't see how you just got. You it's are, good you memories. Are. I mean, because I mean, we're talking Goldeneye and and you know these fun games. But what on earth is going on with this thing? Like, it, describe it to us. We've. I mean, I'll start. I'll start. Let's describe it real quick. And, and, and we know, listeners, you've, you've, you've already, most of you probably have already had one of these bad boys in your hands. You know what we're talking about. But we, we got this large, great controller. It's, you know, it's kind of a larger size controller, I would say. Um, for Especially back then, it was definitely much larger than the controllers that we were all used to. You know, the Super Nintendo controller, the Sega Genesis controller, the regular Nintendo controller, so on and so forth. So you got this kind of oval... It well, what begins as like an oval-shaped gray controller, then as it comes down, it shoots into three arms. It kind of looks like a, a spaceship, if you will, or like a. Uh, it kind of looks like an upside-down X-wing, it right? Does, but with yeah. the with the wings kind of like with the wings in though, not X'd out. Like so a it's kind of like yeah, exactly like a trident, a pole, and like exactly control fish with it and shit. Yeah, hence all the memes about it being for a three-handed person, <laughs> right? right? For an alien or alien human type individual <laughs> mutant with three arms or something, <laughs> you know, using his right arm on one, his left arm on the other, and his <laughs> nose on the That's middle right. one. <laughs> you nasty! I can see you over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But uh, anyway, so it's got that weird trident type of shape. And then, Chuck, you want to describe the the button layout scene? I can describe the controller. Like, the best way I can describe it is, like, you ever, like, you know, been in the house and, like, maybe the air condition wasn't on and it was kind of hot outside and you wanted to, like... L- open the door and the door won't stay open like and you start looking around for something to block that door up don't door stop oh, that thing. <laughs> you know like you see a you're pillow the, you're like nah it's too, your stories it's too are just great yeah. <laughs> tell you i can just grab that thing yeah i know just <laughs> oh that's too good. Yeah. and that's okay. before you put the rumble pack in it once the rumble pack is in it 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 you know, Chuck, everything you're saying is innovative stuff, man. That rumble pack is an innovative aspect of this controller, man. It just it paved the way for the future. It's more than a doorstop. Dude, I, I mean, it, <laughs> I, I feel like you know, you've got to, you've got, when, when technology comes forward, <laughs> like there needs to be a quality, you know, sort of piece of useful equipment there. But there also needs to be someone that says, how can we make this look cool? Or like, yeah, yeah, like, hey guys, hey, <laughs> like just putting his. You can't see me, listeners, but I'm like putting my hands up, like when you're trying to calm a uh, a vicious animal. It's about to. Hey guys, everything's good here, but let's just. Hey, hey, <laughs> we got too many. Buttons. Take a third look at this thing, real quick. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we quit labeling buttons. We put so many on here. <laughs> we just, like, I mean, you got a Z button? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're in double guys, A. Guys, <laughs> guys, let's take a fourth look here. <laughs> Z buttons? No, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that, um, that's the best way I can describe it. You know, it, 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 
in all seriousness, like like the buttons, I I guess I assume like there's kind of different modes or something you're supposed to be in, like which is never explained in 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 any game. Like it's really just up to you to figure out what the best way to hold it is. And yeah, you know, I feel like it's already hurting there. But when you add that rumble pack, it just it's so heavy and clunky. And man, see, but okay, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. Um. And real quick though, just to finish off the the layout, just for anyone that's you know uh, possibly hasn't seen one of these, and you can obviously go online and see pictures of them and stuff. But there's also a so there's one analog stick in the middle, which we're gonna dive, we're gonna talk probably a lot about. Um, I mean, we have to. It's part mm-hmm. of the whole controversy. Uh, you got one analog stick, which is arguably analog. I mean, I've seen, I saw some videos there on the YouTube where they were kind of arguing about whether it's not actually an analog. And then we have ten digital buttons. Well, but I mean, it button. can't even be an analog stick. Like, it, it, it's like, it's digital, possibly. Like, we don't know. It, we're gonna it, dive into that. Uh, I we're mean, gonna dive into that. Yeah. Hold your caballos, got, hermano. I already got an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got a digital so, analog stick <laughs> but but does it um, <laughs> so we got 10 digital buttons those are a b c up c down c left c right l r z and start and then there's a digital d-pad um, k-l-m-n-o-p uh, yeah. <laughs> r-a-s-t-u <laughs> uh, i know i know um, came with a controller port, accessories, get a controller pack, rumble pack, transfer pack. The predecessor was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System controller, and its successor was the GameCube controller. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wikipedia, for lending your information to us. We appreciate that. So that's kind of just the general description of the controller. Um, and I think, is it fair to say, Chuck, that it is a... F- you know, a a milestone, a, a nostalgic like. There's a lot of memories. Uh, it it it's a part of our gaming DNA individually. Is it fair to say that? It it exists. Do you not have warm does memories I will, around that I will acknowledge its existence. <laughs> <laughs> I will acknowledge that uh, it did happen. It's like. Nintendo had a really good controller with the Super NES. It was compact. It was versatile, durable, did everything you needed it to do. And then they decided, let's put three legs on that. And well, see it's more it's than that, man. See, here's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Let's break this down. <clears throat> We're talking about the early 90s, mid 90s. Let's just talk about the decade of the 90s. There was a lot going on in the gaming world, dude, and Nintendo was on top. Nintendo was killing it, right? They were doing good, but they also had a huge battle going with uh, Sega, it seemed like. I think think the Sega Genesis was, you know, uh, do we have that data point anywhere around there? What time did the Sega Genesis come out? Jack, can you pull that up real quick? You want me me to pull Uh, it up? Let's just... I think it, it, it it's right around the same time. I'm going to say it it was out no, maybe a, a year or so, and it let's had that it. controller that had all them crazy buttons on there. Like it had quite a few buttons as well. I think it's one yeah. of the things that inspired them to button this one on up. Button it up. Let's see. It came out in 1989. It came out way 
Well, okay. So what I'm, yeah, what I'm saying here is, is that they had a lot going on. There was a lot of technology, uh, advancements and Nintendo was on, on the tip of the spear and they were experimenting with, you know, the 3d games and all of that. So I think they found themselves in a particularly transformative time. Like things were changing and they needed to get this equipment. They like, they had a, they had a new console out that was capable of, you know, the 64 bits setter. They needed to get it out and they needed a controller that would, you know, that would enable them to expand in both directions, depending on what the world was about to do, which they didn't really have clear idea of. I don't think they, for example, I don't, I don't think that they expected that there would be so many third party game developers that were going in the direction of like 3d games. Right. So, and that, and, and the thing is, is that kind of had an impact on ultimately like what side of the Nintendo 64 controller got used the most mm-hmm. because um, in describing the controller, there's these three, uh, what hand grips, I guess we'll call it three, the individual, uh, what are they called? Like the horns on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you grab it by the horns, <laughs> like, you know, the handles. Maybe that's uh, it. You know. they, they were trying to bring in third party developers. So they, they put three, three little sticks out there to wave them down, I guess. But you know, Nintendo had like like in all seriousness, they it, they were kind of not super third developer friendly because they they sort of I think they wanted to keep things a little more PG than say like you weren't going to see Mortal Kombat on the the Nintendo at this time like like you know Sega was kind of leading the way of more like adult versions that. of games. I mean, you're right about that. You're right about that, but. And in, that's always been the case with Nintendo, but um, let's see, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty darn sure that uh, that Mortal Kombat did come out on the Nintendo 64, not right away, but um, probably didn't like they have, had, they had Turok. The you remember Turok? Turok yeah. Dinosaur Hunter, dude. That game was definitely not no, you know, chill Pete. Like those those dinosaurs would just like ooze blood and stuff whenever, or the bad guys or whatever. To be so, fair, yeah, Hitman wasn't yeah. exactly like a, you know, super kid yeah. friendly when I think about it. But but you're but yeah, also that, right. You know, you're right. Yeah. I do know what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, um, you know, sort of was a an issue. I think like like a little bit more than than on on the Sega. But um, but but see, so that's another thing. Like in researching these topics, what I what. And that's part of the reason why I was saying, like, I don't know if I can hate on this controller so much. Like when, remember we were talking about that. Cause I also like, while I have experience of, of this controller being a pain in the butt, um, l- learning all this stuff, uh, about what the, the times and what uh, the way Nintendo was looking at it with design and kind of like, um, because in the design, I know I'm, I'm not, I'm not really getting to the point here in the design, you can see that they're being aware of their competition, they're being aware of the changing technologies, and they're being aware of their fan base. And how are they being aware of these things? Because what what made let's go back to the Sega deal. What made the Sega controller popular was that it had those like six buttons, and they were good at like for fighting games and stuff. Like those having those six buttons enough to smash those buttons that was really like attractive. And the Nintendo addressed that on the right side of the controller. It has 
you know, the, the C pad, like the four C buttons and then the A and the B, that's six. So they had that in mind. They had their community, their Nintendo community from the SNES uh, in mind, because if you take away those, oops, sorry, I bumped the mic there. If you take away the three arms or the handles, you basically have a Super Nintendo controller still. So they're they're keeping that like psychological aspect in mind, like, you know, you know, having that there. <clears throat> And then they're also like being very mindful that their own games that they're designing are going to be 3D, like 3D games. So they literally create the first joystick, or not like, not the first joystick, but the first controller, I think it was the first controller analog stick to be seen yeah. ever. So and when I, when I like saw all that, read it, saw it in videos, et cetera, the articles you sent me that I read, thank you again, by the way, uh, we got a lot of this from, what was that page called? Gamenerd.com? I think so, yeah. Something like that, yeah. A lot of good videos out there. Uh, there's a channel called uh, Nintendrew, which is like this <laughs> young kid. This, he's obviously like obsessed with the Nintendo and knows his stuff, so he had a great, some great material. So just learning all this stuff is like, man, you know, I got to give him props because... I mean, think about that, man. They they have the first choice, the first analog stick. I mean, and then yeah, from there it was like, way, but boom! One year later comes the DualShock from PlayStation, but they weren't the first. And we're still pretty much using that same controller. Like, like it, it was great. I mean, you can look at that thing and say, like, yeah, if I take this away from it, like it it's something else. But if I take like the right things away from this rock outside, I've got a statue of David, but like, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> probably not going to do it. Like, <laughs> uh, let me read. Wait, get, first two. Did, did, first, I, did I mention that this is the controller that shot Tupac? Like, <laughs> why, why did you, where did that come you know from? That it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it came from. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But what do you mean? I don't understand that. Dude, just plugging it in will stop your pacemaker. I mean, you, you can't use this thing. It's cursed. The controller? Yeah. Why do you... Okay, you keep... You're hitting it hard. Please, go... T fill us in, man. Give us one horror story of your, you know, why. I, I think the you, best I can describe it. No, no, no. Like one of your experiences, like, because if the hatred comes from interactions you must have had, experiences you must have had where, you know, it was like, oh, gosh, this is horrible. I, I hate, like, do you have any? Uh, to me, it. it's like I can play the game. I, I will say that, like, when I sat down, and tried to play, you know, 007. It's kind of like, it's almost as if I was playing Warzone, but my character has a crick in both sides of his neck, and, like, he can, <laughs> he can only face forward at all times. Like, he can't look to the left or right. So so I'm basically just, you know, running around. But I, I loved the game, so, so the memory isn't so much... Like, I was just going to make dude. You could hand me any controller, and I would have, you know, tried to make that work. But, like, do you remember, like, I, I think you talk about a time in your life when you didn't play video games, like the dark ages there, where, yeah. you know, at some point, maybe... <laughs> 
like <laughs> the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. You know, like like I remember like like all of my friends being into video games when I was a kid, and then as we went through high school, like there were definitely some of us that stayed with it, but there are other people that you know just like ah, I don't play with toys anymore, and and you know I don't play with that toy either, or whatever. So. I Bless feel like if one of those friends and some <laughs> some you know they all burst through the door and and if I had a choice of them seeing me with that nice sleek black you know Sega controller versus this big old you know weird bright day glow colored you know clumsy thing it it, it I would much rather be seen with the other one. Like, like there's a vibe that's just kind of that, that's that's crushing me. It, it it's. Well, I think all your your animosity toward it is unfounded. <laughs> two of the funny nicknames that Chuck found. I'm only going to name off two because we got a whole bunch more. Two of them, <laughs> the boomerang. <laughs> 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 and the doorstop. What about the kid burner? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one because I had a I had so, ladies and gentlemen, as you probably know, but just in case you don't, this controller is associated with uh, blisters and burns and uh, other friction related injuries on the hands, and uh, I would say all of. Any area of the hand up into the wrist, you know, depending on how many burns you already had going from all of the rounds of uh, Mario Party and uh, what, else, what else, like Smash Bros. Uh, so you guys many didn't do games. that that thing at, at recess, like where we would take a like an eraser and burn each other with it, like to see who was the toughest. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I already oh, had man. those burns on. Me. Just like. <laughs> You ready? Ooh, you ready? 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 Ah, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, like, if the person was good enough at it, they could actually get the to you know to be real hot, give you a yeah. little little jump. Oh yeah, dude. We were doing it right on. The, we were doing that whole part on the skin, like where you like rub a. You know, it was bad. Like there was a band, like on the some, nipple or something. Kind of right on, R- right there right where the decoration starts. It'd be right on the back of your your hand, like on the top <laughs> back of your hand. Pretty far away right, from right, your <laughs> nipple. To, to, you're like sort of, yeah, kind of, but it's yeah, on the back it's of your the hand. Same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, pretty much right there, but on your hand. <laughs> These are just like my other pants, except they're short and have stripes. <laughs> mm. yeah. With a couple of zippers about the knees. <laughs> In their shorts. <laughs> no, no, I think we called those Indian burns, but yeah, like, dude, it, it, we would. No, we, Indian. The Indian burn was when they'd grab your your oh arm and go God, like that. You're right. Remember? Yeah. The and they and they they twist they twist their hands around your arm in two different directions. And get Indian burn. <laughs> yeah. Some people would challenge you. Be like, I, I that doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. I can resist them. And you'd get some like you know buff dude or something or big big guy that you know could could take it oh you end up crying in front of everybody (laughs) gosh man but hey you know did you guys have pencil fights like like where you'd hold your pencil sideways and 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 smack it with the other guys like to see you could break each other's pencil no yeah we did that until that one kid lost an eye 
And, uh, Damn, dude. Seriously? No. No, but they, they acted <laughs> like that's what was going to happen and made us stop. <laughs> There's an eraser on it. It's like we had a ban on those first 50, grade pencils. Remember those first grade pencils that were big as shit? Like, yeah. Yeah. You take one of those yeah. to like just a regular old Ticonderoga. I remember if you were freaking, one, if you were a rich kid, you'd have one of those pencils that had the like clickable eraser that like would never run out of graphite. Dude, those were the shit. But that was like an upper class pencil right there. There was a version in my time there where it, the whole pencil was like full of little plastic cartridges that had a little. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Oh, those were dude. the shit. Dude. Yeah, man. Those were like, man. Dude, at our school, they you had, had to go a little, to the city to find one of those. Yeah, the city school. <laughs> like right there at the office, like where the principal's office was, there was a little like storefront window of sorts like kind of like like the lady was behind the uh, like a plastic thing there with a little circle where you could talk into and you could go there before school and buy <laughs> school supplies oh they man had all that shit like yeah, sitting out on the side that so, yeah you yeah, coming take, through he's like, like you, you need like a dollar 99 for one of them pencils you come um, in and see like <laughs> lunch is something you don't want and you're like i'm spending my lunch money this morning on pencils and freaking like little racer yeah. toppers and almost uh, make it seem like we did good in school <laughs> Um, yeah. we kind of, okay, we, 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 we reached a Chuck point right there. Yeah, Let's get, get back to video right. games. That's totally relevant. <laughs> totally relevant. Dude, I, I, I have this like nicknames. Like you, you don't like, you don't have any nicknames for the N64 controller. I guess yours are all good. I don't have any nicknames, man. Um, you know, I, well, I, I think, I guess the shocker the like uh, the, sh- the the negative critiques that i have regarding this controller come out of come for the most part come out of a place of hindsight you know looking back on it like gosh now that i have a playstation 5 controller oh sorry i got the, the hiccups here now that i have a playstation 5 controller or you know now that we've had all you know not, we've we've covered all this distance you know, and we know what we, you know, our expectations of where are where they are with gaming. It's only natural for us to look back and go, "Damn, that controller really sucks ass." You know, like, ay ay ay, que estaban pensando, <laughs> la bestia, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever language. You know, we've, as it's been said in every language. You know, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I mean, literally, you got one one analog one analog stick only. Um, Depending on what game you'd be playing, you'd be switching the grips. You could never really. Uh, I think one of the arguments is that you naturally want to be able to grip every. You want to be able to hit all the buttons while maintaining one single grip, and you can't do that on this controller. So I think that's a lot of where the hatred hatred comes from in terms of its having three little, uh, you know, arms or whatever. Um, yeah, and I get that. But, you know, it wasn't designed to be held or you it wasn't designed to be every act, every button accessible while holding one grip. It was designed to be held in one specific way, depending on the game. So you wouldn't hold it the same way, like playing uh, Goldeneye as you would maybe playing, um, you know, Mario. You know what I mean? True. I, I almost feel like they kind of just 
say that after the fact like like i think if if in the little booklet that came with the game if it said you know hold this in the right right side you know configuration or whatever you wanted to name you know whether which way you were holding it like like you know position 1 or 2 3 whatever you want to call it like if that had been made clear i i think there would have been I'd less i'd be willing to bet money they did man I don't know. Maybe they did. Well, we well. I wasn't we're big making- on reading the instructions. You're right, but I, I would venture to say that no. And and I I think anytime somebody picks up a controller, wh- what do you do when you don't know what to do in a game? Like let's just say like you know you're dropped out of a spaceship and you're you're seeing Mortal Kombat for the first time. You know what you I do? always figured games out, man. We always figured them out. You know how I figured them out, though, is I hit all the buttons. And, you know, for a while there, like you're playing a little bit of Street Fighter or something, and you're trying to figure out how to do that that special move or, or something yeah. like that. You just kind of, like, like, if you don't know what to do, and especially when you get, like, a non-gamer, like, you know, you talk this girlfriend or whatever that's never played games into playing, like, the first thing they do is hit all the buttons. And, like, so I think any new player that picks this thing up assumes that you have to be using all these buttons and so so there's there's like well, a learning curve right there there i i see your i see your angle but i think the numbers would tell otherwise i mean because you know that thing sold remarkably well um and to the to the to the extent that lots of aftermarket you know third-party controllers were were crafted specifically to um to address the issues of the you know um standard issue controller that comes with the place uh excuse me with the nintendo 64 um that's a great point like 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 part of that point is is like you know when i when i buy an aftermarket playstation 5 controller it almost looks identical to the regular playstation 5 controller just the fact that whenever a a third-party controller is made for this thing it it doesn't look like this thing like no one ever says oh i see what you're saying (laughs) yeah yeah i mean these are all that's valid that's valid um and some of the aftermarket nintendo 64 controllers uh i think one of them was called the super pad or something dude it's 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 oh it's 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 bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's bad. Is that the one um, they did the Kickstarter for? I saw a Kickstarter one. I I forget exactly the name of the company, but that people donated one hundred and sixty six thousand dollars to this company to to make the to make a usable N sixty four controller. I mean, that says a lot right there. That says a lot. Um, There's a lot of lunch money in there. And I've, let me um, let me pull it up real quick. Because there is one particular controller that like everyone seems to be big, a big fan of. Uh, I just don't remember the name off the top of my head. But uh, let's see, what's that one? There, the Brawler sixty four. Yeah, this one oh, here, yeah. the, the the Brawler sixty four wireless gamepad. Everyone was talking about this thing, and it makes sense. Um, if you pull it up, you can you know bring it up there on the Googs. You'll find it. Um, Brawler sixty four wireless. Uh, I'm looking at a red one. I mean, it basically looks like a PlayStation five controller. It's got the same shape as a PlayStation five controller, effectively, but it has the Nintendo sixty four buttons. Mm-hmm. 
and the, uh, the it's it's obvious that the analog stick is much more sturdy and and well built. You see that analog stick, man. Uh, it was one thing to get used to its placement, and I you know this is where I gotta I gotta remove the hindsight you know the retrospect thing because. Now it's now I look at it and go, oh, that's weird that it doesn't have two analog sticks. But back then it wasn't weird. It was the awesome because it was the first time there was ever an analog stick. So it wasn't weird for me back then. I got to be honest with myself about that characteristic. So I can't I can't look at that negatively if I remove hindsight because it was innovative and badass. But and I, and I know everyone's gonna agree with me here. That, uh, that has this critique. Even removing hindsight, I, I know because I remember this as a, as a kid, I remember going through enough Nintendo controllers that it took only about two, maybe even on the first one, that I, even as a kid, realized that it was a poor quality, poor quality materials that the joystick was giving up quickly, and it didn't take me more than one or two controllers to be able to, like, conscientiously go like okay this is this is bad this is you know I, I i love everything about all of this but this this analog stick has a poor you know this not not design the design's amazing i think uh and that's an opinion i've seen that that it's not about the design it's about the materials and the execution i completely agree with that and i think the joystick is kind of like the prime example of you guys had a great thing here but the materials sucked and it break and break quickly give out quickly worn you know wear wear and tear wouldn't take long for your controller to need to be replaced just because of the joystick yeah that like you know as as i'm thinking of that situation like where you know that time period where i'm you know spending that quality time with the analog stick for the first time you better enjoy that time while you got it because you got it probably about a month and that sucker's gonna be broke dick, and it ain't even gonna—it ain't even gonna look broke. Like you—you're not gonna know for sure that it's, it's just bro- kind of gonna flop to the side. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be limp, yeah, I mean. little limp stick. Yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. well, it, it ain't gonna—it ain't gonna just break out of there. So you know that's exactly what's wrong. You, you're still gonna think that thing's working, and you're gonna be sitting there, you know, and it's like. Oh yeah, like, let's play two like, players. Why is my character moving to the left, but I'm not even touching the stick? Well, and it's like you know that thing's broke, Dick, and you had to buy another one, but you you don't tell your buddy that comes over, and you you're like, okay, here's your controller, your player. Oh two. man, how many times <laughs> I did that? <laughs> here, Pepe oh, yeah. tortilla. Here, here, like here's here. yours. <laughs> I know that controller doesn't work as well. <laughs> Well, yeah, use the force, Luke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so it would be such that you could go, you could buy it used, you know, thinking it still worked, and it, and it didn't. It ain't gonna work. It's broke. And I would think that it. I I often like I would like to right now. I would throw the controller when things would go awry, and I would blame myself. Like I would think, you know, well, that's, that's you're a controller thrower. A little bit, yeah. I didn't know that about you, Chuck. I think it started with yeah, track and true field. True confessions, on, on right the, here on the podcast yeah. live. Yeah, sometimes you got to throw it. Sometimes you got to just, yeah, get it out, get the get the demons out, and throw that thing against the wall. 
Thank you for being honest with the listeners tonight, man. I didn't know you were a thrower. Well, and you, you really didn't have to be a thrower like back in the days before wireless because at some point, inevitably, I'd end up walking you know, near the TV and get that thing hooked on my foot and end up yanking the whole system out of the <laughs> if it's a little cubby <laughs> hole there. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that zero mm. insertion force on this thing? They, you know, it would, it would, uh, that connection would always hang tough and pull the whole damn Nintendo off of there. Well, and too, like, like, I, I feel like we, like, like it, it's credited for, for bringing the rumble. You know, Dude, that's or, a huge thing, man. See? See, I know you got some love in okay, there for the Okay, I got a question for you. If yeah. we if if we go on to play Warzone today on PlayStation Five, are you going to turn off the 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 Rumble or are you going to leave that on? Not only do I have the Rumble turned off, but I also have all of the haptics turned off. Exactly. Like you know what we figured out. But that's only is like, on Warzone because of the characteristics of it makes the style it of worse. Like no, like, it doesn't, dude. Not dude. That's hold on, hold on there, Chuck T. All right, and any any uh, you know this. You know this, so it, it's just let's just agree that this is the truth. Warzone is a different kind of game, and so is DMZ. There's other players there, and you don't you don't have time for rumble and everything. You need to be able to down the other player as quick as possible. Down them, and so you don't want to have haptics or rumble or motion blur or film grain. You need every frame per second you can get, and every you know every split second counts. That's the only game that's like that. Not the only game, obviously, but that's the only genre style of game where I think those are legit settings that you should consider. Every other game I play, man, I love the rumble. I love the haptics. I love that it makes it brings more immersion. Mm. So I congratulate the Nintendo 64 for being well, the the deep the controller, Nintendo 64 itself for being the pioneers in that. All right. No. You're no. giving me the evil line. I don't like it. Because number one, you bring the same intensity that you bring to Warzone to every game I've ever played with you, number one. And number two... <laughs> That's a different <laughs> subject. That's a different topic. I feel like that you just described, like you basically said that I don't have that on Warzone because I'm focused on being the best I can be against some pretty stiff competition like that's every game like you're, you're telling me like you've got that on an arc and and like that's no. oh yeah all of that stuff is on well okay let's I mean, just, you're asking let's just me, say I'm it's on you, we're on aberration and and there's an earthquake going on and oh, like so annoying and 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 you're getting that rumble in your controller like like you know are you sitting there thinking oh my lord this is this is just like being in an earthquake <laughs> <laughs> this is so immersive <laughs> like, uh, like no dude i mean no. i don't i'm not no i'm not if i'm playing arc i'm probably thinking about whatever task i'm working on but it definitely brings in a psych you know a conscientious or subconscious uh immersiveness type of uh feeling going you know yeah i feel it i feel a little bit you know they they yeah, tried a little bit they, they yeah. tried but you know, it's like I'm, I'm being hit. Man. I'm being hit by an RPG, and I get a little little vibration in my hand, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is just like, you know, I might have got some PTSD from that right there." Yeah. But- <laughs> Chuck Tama hating. 
No. I, I, I personally say <laughs> that, like, yeah, it was a good idea. And I, I'm sure back at that time, I don't even know. Are we talking a, about the PlayStation 5 now? Or is, the, the, is there a way to turn that off, like, other than unplugging that big clumsy thing out of the front of your controller? Because... Well, that's how you turn it off. You just pull it out. And, and I think a lot of people did and ultimately not put that thing in there because of how much it made it weigh. But um, you got, also, you got to remember, it was an it was an add-on on the Nintendo 64. And some, I, pro- I imagine some kids just simply didn't have the funds, you know, or couldn't afford it or, uh, you know, that just ultimately didn't get the rumble pack or any of the add-ons that would go into the back of that thing. Um, Lucky them. Jeez, <laughs> man. Well, oh, and and two, like like if I let's say I do like the Rumble Pack, like, but I need to load my game from last time, so I got to stick the game pack, which AKA memory card, up yep. in the controller there. Stick it up in there. Like, do, do I take it back out after I've loaded the game, or or am I just shit out of luck? I got to just. Yeah, it. I think you just pull it out and then and then put in the next. Crash the whole system, probably. Like uh. no, no, no. I don't. I mean, I don't remember exactly how that all played out, but I think, you know, they delivered, man. They delivered. The only thing they didn't deliver on was that damn analog stick that would break so quick. That and digital, I don't want to hear any more analog stick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Is it an analog stick? Is it not an analog stick? Let me read this real quick here from uh, the wiki, which is a, technically a cheat code for us whenever we come on to Google to, to get information, make sure we're not just completely fabricating all this stuff for you, the listeners. Right, Chuck? That's right. Just the facts, <laughs> ma'am. Just the facts. Okay, hold on. Before that, let me go over here to the... It says, this is the wiki on the Nintendo 64 controller. It says, the Nintendo 64 controller... Model number NUS-005 is the standard game controller for the Nintendo 64 home video game console. Manufactured and released by Nintendo on June 23, 1996 in Japan, in late 1996 in North America. It is the successor of the Nintendo... Okay, oh yeah, we got that. Uh, is not, Where is it? Ten, oh yeah. And is designed in a M shape and features 10 buttons... One analog control stick and a directional pad. So it says right there, quote, analog control stick. So I'm going to go over to what analog is now on the wiki. Analog stick. It says, an analog stick, also known controller stick or or thumbstick, is an input device for a controller that is used for two-dimensional input. An analog stick is a variation of a joystick consisting of a protrusion from the controller input is based on the position of this protrusion in relation to the default center position while digital sticks rely on single electrical connections for movement that right there is our nintendo 64 i'm gonna read that again real quick digital sticks rely on single electrical connections for movement Uh, it says using internal digital electrical contacts for up down left right Analog sticks use continuous electrical activity running through potentiometers to measure the exact position of the stick within its full range of motion. That's the other one. Okay. 
So there it is. That's the answer. Okay, so digital sticks rely on the electrical connections, and analog sticks use continuous electrical activity running through potentiometers. So, so I'm torn. The one wiki says it's an analog stick. Here it says it's a digital stick. So let's just go with it. It's a digital stick because the the potentiometers is what we find on the DualShock released for um, the PlayStation. I think it was about a year later after the release of the Nintendo 64 controller. They use those potentiometers. It makes sense. I, I think for me, I think of like planes or something like, like say you've got the stick in a plane and, and it's either like hooked to sort of wires and, and little hydraulic and, you know, accentuator or what, what do they call those things? Uh, um, I, I want to say accentuator, but it's, it's, it's a little bit different word, but, but it's, it's kind of a mechanical source. And then you've got fly by wire where I move the stick in a certain way and it, it, you know, sends like goes through a motherboard computer type thing that makes those things happen. And it sounds like both of these are, are incredibly related to, to electronics, which, um, yeah. So, so I think that's why it's a, it's a little muddy or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's almost kind of like, uh, I, I kind of remember when, when the first cars, like, like when the steering, they, they said, you know, this is like flying by wire versus, you know, it, it being sort of a mechanical, um, you know, uh, analog, um, reaction. So, um, yeah, they both sound digital to me <laughs> in, in this case, but, uh, yep. And I, and I don't think like but that's what failed in it. It sounds like no, it was really just, it was just plastic, like, like, Man. you know, not really having the durability think- that it needed. Um, they got a little cheap right there on that part. They wanted to save up, save on money. Let's mm. let's let's use the digital sticks instead of the potentiometers. You know, yeah. And, uh, it, it backfired. Well, it didn't backfire really controller. because it went well. But yeah, they had to. They had to get after that. Um, all right. Mario Party caused so many injuries. Nintendo was sued and had to offer free gloves. <laughs> writes Chuck Tomahawk in our outline for this episode. <laughs> well, I, one thing I Explain don't know yourself, much Chuck. about, what is Mario Party? Like, like maybe we uh, should what? use a cheat code there. Like, what's yeah, you better use a cheat code. We better bring that up before listeners come through the microphone and choke you out with a rear naked choke. Have you ever played style. it? Dang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you played the game? Of course. Well, what, do tell, like, like what is it? You, <laughs> you'll tell. be able to tell better than me reading uh, the definition of it. I am looking at the definition up here, but yeah. Um, Let's see here. Mario Party. Mario Party is a party video game series featuring featuring characters from the Mario franchise, in which up to four local players or computer controlled characters called CPUs compete in a board game. Interspersed with mini games. Oh, dude. Okay, Uh, Chuck, I apologize. I don't think I did get into this one too much. I got into Smash Bros. Okay, yeah. I Um, didn't play a ton of Smash Bros, but I do know what it is. Um, Mario Party. Super Smash Bros, yeah. Like like it was aimed at a little bit younger age group. Dude, anything Mario is kind of... A younger age group, man. It ain't designed for us, you know, middle-aged. F- 
late bloomers. <laughs> Failure to launch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's hey. Same for. Uh, I think this your note here about injury is what I was kind of talking about with just like burns on the hands, friction burns, blisters, um, cuts, uh, in severe cases. Um, and I'm, and I'm, a, I was a victim of this dude playing, uh, you know, killer instinct, mortal combat, some of those fighting games where you need to do the combos and you need to swoosh the deal to, you know, to, to, to have them do the special power or whatever. And I definitely played a lot of super smash brothers and, um, so I think that applies to a whole bunch of games, but yeah, I, I remember that something about the game getting sued, Nintendo getting sued and that part of the settlement was that they, uh, they made gloves accessible from that date onward, I think. And, and to whoever had a pre pre-purchase, if you just sent in like a, uh, a request or some, you know, obviously there was probably a formality or a process of doing it, but they would send you these gloves. <laughs> I bet those are collector's items these days. I want to bring up a picture of those. I I'm I'm having a memory of the controller like like one of the reasons that that I don't like it sort of is is I didn't care for the 3D Mario games. Like Oh, I, that's I, right. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I played the crap out of the Mar- 3D Mario game, the first one. Yeah, I immediately longed to be back in the 2D you know, Mario, I, I still to this day, it's one of my favorite sort of things. It's like a different kind of gaming of sorts. And it definitely connects to, you know, like my arcade loves as, as a kid, I think kind of being those 2D platformer games like that. But I, I remember like, like, like as we're talking about the analog stick, I remember associating that with the 3D game sort of, um, you know, and I think it was one of the the, the reasons that, that they brought it out, um, as I understand it. Like like one of the the execs there at uh, at Nintendo was actually testing the controller on Super Mario sixty four, which I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. That is the three three D Mario, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying I don't like at this point sort of see you know some appeal to it, but I I, I would rather be in in a two D Mario game anytime I get the chance. Uh, what was your probably like a the third one or the second or third one, right? Where like Mario could fly and had the Super little Mario tail. Mario three, yeah, yeah, yeah is way are, up there. Yeah, um, those are some good games. I just found an, uh, an extra part here on the wiki about the analog sticks. Um, I don't, I don't know if I want to read through that again though. It's basically just rehashing what we already talked about, so there's no need for that. But anyways, okay. Can yeah, I bring so up they. Like they they issued gloves for injuries, and th- that's something I definitely have memories of is just, you know, little burns on my hands, uh, especially on my thumbs, just wearing my thumbs out until <laughs> they were raw, you know, um, using sore. other fingers as soon as I couldn't use my thumb, wearing them raw, using the next finger until all my fingers were raw, you know, just, you know. Did you ever thank get in that goodness, case? Like- thank goodness mom knew I was playing the damn video game. She would have thought they were raw from something else, especially <laughs> at that age. Because that was right around that time frame, you know? You can get in a personal Indian burn back then. <laughs> yeah. You know, right around that 13, 14 years old, right around there. No, oh, how old was I in 1996? Um, I was 9, 10 years old. No, I wasn't quite there yet. She knew they were video game burns. It's coming there, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but... 
think about those uh, those gloves, like like just like, like I, I think that really, you know, I was talking about that cool factor. Like, <laughs> it kind of goes in in the the Mario Party uh, gloves. Yeah, like uh, dude, I'm looking at them here on. Uh, I, I just, I don't think these. Oh, there they are. No way. Look at these things. They're not bad, dude. They're they're nice gloves. They look like a. They just look like a regular, you know, cut glove. Like they're they're cut right at the knuckles there for your the rest of your fingers to. Oh my god! It's like a weightlifting glove or something. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Nah, mm. those would have got you beat up at my school. Like if you wore those out, like, yeah, your time's coming at recess. <laughs> What's up, kid? You looking real tough there, huh? Why don't you come over here? No, it's I the like Nintendo your gloves, kid, over here. I like your gloves. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so Did, yeah, man. Can I interject a, a chuck point? Like yeah. here. Did you hear the word on the street? Is there's another Mario brother that we haven't heard about? And like, if you play some of these old games in like a a, a widescreen mode, you can actually even see him there. Like he's kind of standing off to the side. He's like the third Mario brother. Like not not Mario, not Luigi, not a Wario. Wario is like his alter ego or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, like could it be Yoshi with a costume mm-hmm, playing tricks? Could be. He's, I, I, he's capable of it. I feel like he's I think capable you could of probably that kind find of... a picture out there though that has Yoshi in it as well. Like, um, where did you hear this, if I may? On the interwebs, the dark interwebs or the regular one? Yeah, Pirate Bay. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> little known facts about Mario. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a challenge out there for a future episode uh, and our listeners to send in like any information we've got on the third Mario brother. But I feel like his name starts with a B, possibly. Hmm. And it, there, there's Giuseppe uh, is also out there, but I think this is even different than Giuseppe. Like it, it's who's Giuseppe? He he kind of has like a regular life. Like he doesn't. Like really have beef with Bowser and all them. Like he 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 he's sort of like the you know he's just like a regular yeah like neutral. He I'm just not even sure like, he's a plumber. Like I, I think he just does his thing. Like <laughs> yeah, podcaster possibly. Content never, creator uh, these days. Yeah, yeah, he's probably on the talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. dude, I'm kind of like I'm kind of what's it called? Titillated? I'm feeling a little titillated. I want to know more about this uh, this third Mario brother. I think his name might be Belugio. Belugio. B-A-L-U-G-I-O. You're actually being see. You're not just messing with me. You're your no. sincere challenge to the listeners. It is a sincere challenge to the listeners. Is there thing? Are there things that we don't? know? What is it you want them to to send in, just specifically, so that because I'm going to look for it myself, Chuck. What are you asking of us? I need more information about this Belugi, other Mario Brothers besides anything Mario leading and to Luigi. the capture or proof uh, of existence. Proof yes. of existence. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. 
I want to know more. Where, like where we can find him in the video game world. Yeah, I mean, so can that we you, get so him on you, for an interview possibly? Just <laughs> <laughs> see how you felt about this controller. Uh, um, yeah. We've asked him to come out of the podcast, but he doesn't want to accept an interview. What can I do? <laughs> it's a me, Mario. <laughs> he comes in the door, he comes kicking down the door. It's a me, Belugio. Or whatever you said his name was. <laughs> yeah. Mario is my hermano. He like hates video games. <laughs> <laughs> they told me this was a cooking podcast, not a video game podcast. I'm out of here. Everywhere Fuck this. I go, video Whoa. games. Video Watch games. your language there. Balogio. <laughs> 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 is that really what you think his name is? Is that is, on the yeah. interwebs? Dude. You know, like when things go wrong and that, that old time, like horn, like in a old future movie, be like, Boga, Boga. <laughs> yeah, or like the, the old uh, the oil tankers there. Yeah. <laughs> A <laughs> couple more nicknames Hot off the list From Chuck T The Trident of Pain The Shocker The Juggler <laughs> One in the pink And one in the stink <laughs> Oh dude. Good thing still, I put the Still got one to hold on to <laughs> <laughs> One to work it <laughs> Can I borrow yeah, your controller? Uh, you yeah. don't want to borrow that controller. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he puts his arm on the wall. One of them. <laughs> He's on the wall. <laughs> the kid burner, man. That one's funny. Because <laughs> of the, you know, the injury thing and the gloves, the lawsuit and all that. Isotoner. Like, gets put more gloves on people than isotoner. <laughs> um gosh it looks like we've gone through our our outline that you get, got us here chuck just a little bit more mm. um my my best memories i guess my my memories really as usual go around goldeneye 007 and 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 having my very first first-person shooter experiences with that analog stick on that game, you know, and yes, it was only one analog stick, Kinda so like you know, a creek in both sides of your neck. Well, you no, but you could still strafe and stuff. I mean, that's why the 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 D pad and the and the C buttons were there to be able to compensate with that. So you know, you could still, you know, do it. You could still pull it off. Um, and again, at that time, mm. you got to remember that. Two sticks wasn't even like a, 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 it wasn't even a thing in my brain, you know, or anyone's except for probably the people that were developing it at the time. So, well, let's let's go back to when we first started playing Warzone together, and like occasionally, you know, maybe you these, would you would die says, off in battle battle royale. This says our you, memories, not not like recent gaming. It's in your well, outline. What? But like, remember when you first. You know, started watching like like occasionally we'd end up in that death cam situation where you had already passed on in a, in a battle royale and I was still up. And yeah, you're like spectating me. Like, did you see a lot of strafing going on? Did did, did 
<laughs> I strafe all the time in Warzone. Well, I, I'm I'm not saying I don't now, but I, I'm pretty sure it started with you. Even though those abilities were there, and there's umpteen buttons that I can do that with now, like. I only started doing it when the competition got so intense in Warzone and the 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 potential of being shamed by Ovox was was on the table. So so back in these days, I've always been more of a just charge in, you know, direct frontal assault kind of guy. Like there's not a lot of strafing involved in that. Like I like to, you know, just go straight forward. And so, so I don't know that I was doing that when I was playing, um, playing these games and, and I'm not, I'm not taking away from it, you know, being valuable or, or, you know, a, a good idea, but I'm, I'm not sure that, that I was, I was using it. So I, I, one time this happened to me, dude, I have real life experience of having a crick in both sides of my neck, like the old one sider, you, you know, you, you, you can kind of turn your head one way. Mm-hmm. I woke up one morning and the only way I could hold my head was like this. And I, I went into my dad, like like into the bedroom where he was still in the bed. And I'm like, Dad, I've got a crick in both sides of my neck. And I'm literally crying. And he thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever saw in his life. Like, you know, he, he was kind of in that, I'm still sleepy. I'm going to stay in the bed. He got up out of bed. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be good. He's like, you're okay, son. And uh, that's how I feel when I'm playing Goldeneye. Like, I, I feel like I, I can't move my head at all. Like, I, I have to move my entire body to be able to to look, you know, my my attackers in the eye. And that, that that's pretty much it. I, I mean, it, it just... It, then you, you, you weren't playing it correctly then, man. And I, or maybe you're remembering it wrong because... What you're saying is, is that there was no way to f- for the character to 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 spin their neck, right? That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There was independently of their body, the body had to go with it. You mean the the the, the weapon? Because you yeah. can't do that, and you can't do that in in these games either. You can only do that in Rust. So again, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I think you're just hating hard. You're just hating. So my memory, again, is mostly formed around GoldenEye 007, which was great as long as the stick lasted because it broke very quickly. I loved the Mario. Mario 64 was great. Ocarina of Time, great. And then where I got all of my burns in my hands were from Killer Instinct, from the Mortal Kombat games, and from... um, Shoot. Ah, Smash Bros. Oh, and Star Fox was great fun, too. Dang. Star Fox was fun. Yeah, man, I'm sorry you, you felt your the creak in your neck playing Goldeneye, man. You must have been missing out on those side buttons. Well, yeah. That side, you, must, you were missing out on that side hustle. That's true. I, 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 I probably didn't use it to its full potential, and... You know, I, I feel like honestly, to be fair, um, you know, obviously I'm being a, a little bit dramatic here, uh, dramatic license for entertainment purposes. But I will say, <laughs> like, I liked the fact that it, you could plug four of them in and, and play four player. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, that that was a nice thing. And even though I made fun of it, I, I think the 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 game pack where you could save things, um, you know, that 
cartridges typically load faster than say like a, a memory card would I, I think or you know something more um internally yeah. based would have so 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 there was good response with that and 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 ultimately you could save your game um you know like like which we talked about it in, in an entire episode um i feel like that's that's pretty early in that evolution of of ability to do that but um that's the thing they really like they paved the way in a lot of different ways for a lot of the things that we still see in controllers today um, because the rumble is now just standard issue, fully integrated within the controller that you're getting. That's not going to go away. They're only building upon it. You know, when they released, I think, you know, they, they've only expanded on it with haptics, which is crazy. Like, especially when I'm playing No Man's Sky, you can really feel the haptics. It's so much, it's so cool, man. Like, no Man's Sky on the PlayStation 5 is a whole nother thing. Kind of like Ark, you know, when we when we first like loaded Ark up and it was just like, whoa, this is like almost a brand new game, it seemed like. Same thing. Um Have speaking of hepatics, have you saw the the vest that, that they're making out there nowadays? Like it it kind of looks like a flak jacket of sorts from the military and, and I yeah. haven't. The the weirdest thing I've seen, and well you can tell me about that that jacket. The weirdest thing I've seen is Something about playing video games using your your mind, like they connect a thing to your head. What and you can, yeah, dude. <laughs> we could talk about that in an episode. And the jacket you're talking about, yeah. Um, I know you've been wanting to do an episode on peripherals. Chuck's yeah. been wanting to do an episode on peripherals, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know if you'd love like to hear an episode on peripherals, and maybe mention a few. Um, hit us up on our email. We'll leave it at the end of the podcast. That would be fun to get your input. An episode yeah. on peripherals. I, I think I own, that's that feeling is even stronger after researching this. Like like I'd forgotten about that glove thing. Like like kind of the, the power glove or the, what was it? Yeah, called? I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, and dude. Uh, it, there's a lot of um, so eighties looking. It, it is very eighties looking, but I, I love it when you go back to to past times, like and and look when the, when they try to make something modern at that time, like what it looks like, like kind of. You know, I, I would say I love mid-century modern architecture, like like from the 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 fifties, like what they, you know, tried to envision as the future. Would yeah, look dude, like. I love those those things, oh, and it's fun man. to look at that now. Um, oh, it's so much fun! Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd love to have a power glove, and I would never like even try to connect it to anything. Uh, obviously, <laughs> like a Nintendo. Um, but <laughs> like connecting it to the toaster. I wonder if this will do anything. Uh, <laughs> wonder how it, warm a toaster <laughs> bath gets. Plug it into my laptop here. <laughs> see what it does. Um, no, uh, <clears throat> just to have one and wear one, dude. It's so like Robocopy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it kind of reminds <laughs> me of what Predator had. Like, like you know when he. Yeah, was, uh, dude. Oh, yeah. God, I'm gonna have to watch that movie later you on. Got time to bleed. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh man, what a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of looking. I can you think of any other ways? Like, like, say you really had a button that you had to push, and uh, you know you need to get around the fact that you need three hands for this thing. That never happened, though. The games weren't designed that way. 
I can't like bring a specific example, but I know I've I've saw the situation where the guy's got a hat on and he's kind of like taped a drumstick to his hat <laughs> to the very oh front God. of his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of using his, uh, <laughs> he's like just nerded out completely. You know, I can totally identify with that. I think I told you last time about you know playing my headset being torn up and like literally taping it to my head. You know, just like because nobody's hunt. You know, I'm the only one home. Nobody's seeing it. It's like all about utility. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah. Can I get it to work? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I can. Me and this roll of duct tape are going to make yeah. this happen. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but, um, um, what? I think we've covered most of the important stuff for this legendary controller. We've we talked about that infamous analog stick. We've talked about its infamous shape for the three-handed mutant. Um, we've talked about how it's paved the way for what we have today in terms of uh, the vibration effect via the rumble pack, um, the uh, analog stick implementation, which led to, you know, next generation iteration. This was a fifth generation, by the way. We didn't mention that. This is all fifth generation stuff. One and thing I think we haven't completely touched on is, is are the buttons. I know we've mentioned them and, and that there's a number of them and you can't get to them all at once. But the the fact that those C buttons are not labeled, it, I think, is a problem. How that that terminology had to just sort of be. There's a C there. And and I've I heard that that stood for camera and that's that, what it stands for. And, it, and it's yeah, like like looking around. Uh, I'm I'm just saying that. You know, there there could have been some labeling there, like one, two, three, or four, or something that that you know maybe would have helped. And also that Z button, although like it it is kind of like a mock-up of a gun, like you have an actual trigger. When you pull that Z button, you ask yourself, "Did I did I pull it?" Like like there's no <laughs> there's no like response. Like like there's sort it's of just, you can barely tell that it like. Yeah, I, I I think I did it. I, I'm out of like I just shot 13 times. Like holy shit, you know it. it, it there's no um, I want to call it like report or or sort of you know acknowledgement, like a click of some sort that tells me yes. you know I have pushed it. Uh, yeah, no feedback from the device. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no like accountability. Like, in well, that the button. spring's definitely working, but uh, it's kind of soft. <laughs> so uh there's a little something there but but you know if i'm i'm being fair and, and you know like i say instead of just trying to to kind of drum up uh here a little bit uh, it, it's there like it, it is better than you know say me just pushing the a button as a fire button like it feels more like i'm pulling a trigger on a gun and um you know i think that's an improvement and yeah, you know, when I really think about it, I, 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 I remember, you know, one of the the questions, like, as I was sort of looking at our experiences with it, and and I tried to think back to my first time using it. Like I say, I think when I don't know the controls to a game, and I don't want to take the time to read the the information packet that came in there. Remember, I can't get on YouTube and look it up. Like, like I'm sure maybe there was a text, you know, page or something that might have had some information, but. You know, I've pretty much got to 
limited amount of resources to find this information out. I probably don't feel like doing it, so I'm just going to try to play. And when you try to play and you're mashing on that D-pad and those yellow buttons and it turns out they don't have shit to do with that game, like <laughs> it, it, it kind of is almost like a barrier to new players. Um, yeah. You know, because if I do pick it up and I mash a few buttons and I get like a roundhouse kick and, you know, I, I kick Alex across the room and we both start laughing and I'm like, you know, getting into the, like, I want to play more. But if I pick it up and like I'm pushing buttons and nothing's happening, I'm just kind of like, mm. you know, but those of us that well, love it, games it are going to wade oh, right I through see, that. I see yeah. What yeah. But, um, well, you yeah, know, and I, and I got to be mindful that, you know, um, when I, when the, when the Nintendo 64 came out and I was playing it, I was like, you know, um, 10. By the time I got my hands on a Nintendo 64 of my own, I must have been like maybe 11. I don't remember exactly, but I was much, much younger and like I was fully like ready to, uh, like I, I, I was very excited to get the Nintendo 64 because I remember, I mean, I had already seen a lot of video games and and people with video game systems and and uh, I remember the Nintendo sixty four being one of the like important ones for me mm-hmm. in my own life and uh, so I guess I was kind of just like I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna hate on anything like there was nothing was gonna bump me out you know what I mean at that time Weird. so like my mind yeah. wasn't even like but that's because I was so young, because I was so excited to get one, because it was one of the more important ones for me as a very, very young kid. But I got to remember that at the same time, there were generations older than me that were also very excited for the Nintendo 64, but that had different expectations at that point. So yeah. I have to be mindful of that too and, and, and be understanding that like it's easy for me to be like, Oh yeah, and it's a great controller, you know. And uh, what do you mean, like you didn't know how to use the buttons? What do you mean you didn't, you know? I can I, I can say all that, based off of my recollections, but I it's important to be like mindful that no, like there were people that had already been gaming for years at that point, and had like different expectations mm-hmm. and different, um, you know, different like uh, evol- like their own uh, evolutions in gaming that would you know make it not a very appealing controller. Yeah, you have layout, that perspective. Or and, anything. And like, like, I think it's very, you got a great point there when you think of how you, you looked at it at 10-year-old, but imagine you were 25, because that's what I was. And, yeah. And, like, so... I had like, what the hell is this? <laughs> damn, damn it! I'm not saying I was, like, totally ashamed of, of our video <laughs> game, but, like, like... This is a lot of like how a weekend night might go. Like, you know, we would have word on the street that there was a party going on. There was some kind of band at this bar called the Casbah and all these things. And like we would go over and we'd kind of start, you know, maybe having a drink or two pre-gaming or, you know, talking about what we might do. And and it might evolve into us just playing video games for the night or, you know, we might go out and do that. And, and yeah, it's just like I say that there was almost this image of sorts like that. I felt like I was playing with the toy a little too much where I didn't feel that as much with the Sega, although, you know, all these are things about me. Like it's, a, it's, it's more, you know, stuff in my mind, solely in yeah, my mind, yeah. you know, obviously, but it still okay, is my, yeah. my perspective or whatever. And I've gotten way over that now. Like it don't bother me a bit that, 
you know, like if somebody comes in and sees my game set up here, like, like I'm super proud of it's, it. And it, it, it's almost as if what you're describing was like, you know, at that time when Nintendo was, was had, had a competitor across the table, such as Sega, that was kind of catering to a, a, an image or, you know, prosecuting an image or whatever the wordage may be like, like, Hey, we're for adults. We're not for mm-hmm. kids. We're, uh, um, you know, Nintendo's response to that. It almost seems like they said, yeah, sure. And they dug in to their, yeah their image of by the, via that controller. Like, because when then if they, they had Sega across the table, you know, with this, uh, you know, uh, was it, what was it? Sega does with Nintendo owner or was that, Am I getting that it wrong? It was no, that's that's totally yeah. The same. You know, like and then they were catering to you know the 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 tougher group, the more the 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 cool yeah. the cool kids in the school, the you know the, the grown you know, up the adult the grown ups, you know, and then um, Nintendo instead of trying to like uh, get defensive and engage that and like fight back, they're just like yeah, sure, take that. We're gonna continue to build on what we've always been, and they kind of dug in on their in their own way with uh, and you know, released a control, uh, I'm not saying this intentionally ties through, but they did, you know, that controller does look much more like a toy, you know, yeah. a much more colorful toyish it is um, colorful. for kids, uh, I heard you know, that for each, youngsters. Each one so is painted I, yeah, with I get the blood that. of 36 <laughs> dragons is what I heard, like to get all those colors. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. You, 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 you're totally understanding what, what I'm Does, saying. Does that make sense? That was kind Absolutely. of long-winded. No, but no, like, that's it, exactly it. Like I kind of see what you were saying because, uh, you know, I, I remember that. I remember it was always like Sega or Nintendo. Well, Sega or Nintendo, and then when Nintendo and Play, and then it went from to Nintendo and PlayStation, and PlayStation kind of took that spot that Sega had as the more um, less toy looking uh system you know you you know why like like i remember this this very distinctly like so so we're in a scenario let's say we didn't play video games all night we went out to the casbah we met some some uh, young ladies and we invited them back to that Uh, we could either go back to my place or, or alex's place and if if you had the PlayStation, you could put CDs in the PlayStation and play music, and, and it and it ah. also had like a like kind of ah. a little equalizer thing that that yeah you could play D, I think you could play DVDs too you, or you was could, that you could play that might have been later on the PlayStation too. It, it it always had like some of that going for it. Yeah, but but like I I I, rem, I distinctly remember being in a situation where like it would have kind of. Maybe like like we weren't gonna just play video games in front of those girls, but it was like you know we put a CD in the the video game machine, and and it had a like an equalizer that went up on the TV that kind of went with the music, you know. So it yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah. cool, like like you know it was like like you know the girls hey, are like hey, got this like thing this? here, I can throw on some music. <laughs> yeah, you know I I distinctly remember sitting there, you know, and kind of everyone just you know zoning out, marveling at the. There's uh, this new group. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. All the girls love them. Yeah. <laughs> it just came out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if uh, the Sega CD allowed you to do that. Uh, like it, it, it makes sense that it would have. Like, like that might have been the first place that, that you know, kind of employed that, you know, kind of as a, 
Yeah, like kind of like a cool little technology thing I had going on in my, my apartment setup there, you know, college apartment type setup. I don't um, remember if it was uh, what the first CD for the Sega was, if, if it was the Sega Saturn or the Dreamcast. I don't remember. It, it actually, for the, as I remembered, it was for the Genesis, but it was an expansion. And and that's where that sewer oh. shark game came with this expansion, and it and it you know how we've laughed about how the, that you could stack all that stuff up on the gen, like it had so many accessories you could make it into this transformer of sorts. The the Sega CD actually connected to the side of it, and and I, I I'm pretty sure it was the first thing I had that actually played a CD, and you know that's quick, crazy. Quickly followed by the PlayStation. Um, Damn. Yeah, yeah, and and you know there was no there were no iPods or or you know you didn't no, have all no, your music on your phone. Long way out. No, that was yeah. a long way so out. So you actually still. had the old jewel case CD there that you popped open, and you know I'm sure we were probably rolling the devil's lettuce on you know the case right mm-hmm. there in front of it mm-hmm. all, and like uh, yep. yeah, so listening days. to a little uh, Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Just little Lucas was a redneck. <laughs> yeah (laughs) no those are good memories i I honestly like i say i sort of put on a persona of sorts to 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 be against this and i almost have to because the games have so many good memories and obviously you know i have good memories of of time we spent you know in those apartments and stuff kind of you know having your first place of your own you know kind of situation set up there um, yep. Yeah. 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 And uh it looks like when did this happen in October tw- 2021 the Nintendo Switch released a Nintendo 64 controller? Yeah, I, I it kind of in our little sabbatical there last week I, I was out of town and had my Switch with me and played it a little bit more and I'm a little more familiar with that. They have something called Nintendo Online, and one part of it is where they've kind of re-released a lot of the Nintendo 64 games, and and like each time they they've done this for for say the Super Nintendo or, or even going back to the the original NES, they release a controller that is compatible with the Switch. Like it has Bluetooth compatibility. It'll have those extra little buttons that you need to make things happen on the Switch. And um, the it, it's wireless. It's got it's it's kind of like had a few like, like obviously the stick's been revamped. It doesn't die on you and those kind of things. And and so so and these have been incredibly popular. Like they sell out like as soon as they go into stock. They're they're really hard to find. It's actually been out for you know headed toward a couple years now. But I, I think I still think it's probably hard to just go pick one up. You know directly like you got to get it through like a second party yep. like through ebay or something but uh i saw some videos on it it, lo- it looks exactly like the original controller you know very similar yeah. i think in the uh, video i watched the guy took like one of those measurement tools that does fine measurements mm-hmm. um and like the buttons were pretty much exactly the same size and the coloration was almost exactly the same um it, but it just yeah there were some uh modifications to it to just make it more you know just a better controller overall yeah and i i don't know this for sure i I, i'm i wonder if that allows you if you can get on nintendo online and use this controller and and 
Like, could we, if we both have that, could we play each other in, in GoldenEye right now, I wonder? Um, on what? On the, the Switch. Like, like the, this Nintendo Online part has this area. Oh, I'm not going to get a Switch. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no, ask Why? Because it looks like a kid's toy? Like this controller? <laughs> no, because I have plenty of video games. I don't need another... Uh, I've, like... If anything, I want. I'd rather you download No Man's Sky and let's start playing some of that too. No. Mm, exactly. So no, no time for Switch. Besides, you're only you only you're on Ark all day, anyways. <laughs> True. I did play some Ark on the Switch, and that was different. It, 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 it was hard. It was hard. I, I couldn't see. I didn't have it hooked up to a TV. I was just playing it on the the display, and and oh my lord. It, it was, it, I needed glasses to play. That's what I needed. Like, but I still played. Were you getting your butt kicked? I did right away. Like, like I, I think I sent you a message. Like I literally, I, I laughed so hard. I spent, like it took it probably 30 minutes to download and I was so stoked. You know, I was telling my mom even about it and like, you know, kind of what I was about to do and, and kind of explained a little bit of how the game worked. And like, as soon as I get in there, like it literally, you know, where I was like, oh, like yeah. kind of yawn, like waking up. Like immediately I hear like, like I kind of see like someone's name displayed over them and I'm like, is that mine? And, and like it immediately is someone beating me with a bat (laughs) 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 and he knocks me out, takes everything I have, which is nothing except a bunch of skins. And then he tries to like get me to join his tribe. That was weird. Like, Like that was one thing that happened. I kept getting approached by people that wanted me to join their tribe and, and, uh, that rarely happens uh, on know. normal arc. Yeah, yeah, on the, yeah it was it was kind of weird. Like no, that, it rarely happens. <clears throat> yeah, but right uh, it was still fun, and, and uh, but it's it's definitely good to be back home on the on the real deal. PS Five. I think I, next time I go up and visit Pepe Tortilla, I'll, I'm going to ask him to bust out his Nintendo sixty four so we can get some rounds of a uh, Golden Eye in or something like that. He still has one there. Nice. Wrapped up, boxed up, you know? It's going to have to be a big box to get those controllers in there. Yeah. We might, you know, apparently we can use them as doorstops. (laughs) I don't get the doorstop nickname, man. They don't look like doorstops. My favorite one, out out of all the nicknames you busted out, uh, my favorite one is the Trident of Pain. <laughs> That's my favorite. I like that. There is a thing like firefighters use as a doorstop that they actually put up on the top of the door that looks a lot like this. Like it's kind of like a, uh, it's a jam of sorts. Like like it, it's kind of like like there there were homemade ones I think for years and and uh, um yeah I think I think there's actually manufactured ones now you know that are used by by more like um, structural firefighters but. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's the way I think I would use it. Like instead of like a traditional jammer up under there, I'd I'd put it up on the top of the door between it and the wall, and it, I bet you I'd keep that door open from now on. <laughs> from now on, <laughs> <laughs> onward. Is uh, <laughs> right, but um, but yeah, man, it's super fun to be back <laughs> and uh, doing this. It, it was fun to research this, and um, I. I know I'll look at it different next time I do get a chance to play with one and, and I'll, I'll maybe update our listeners on, on perspective at this point in my life. But, um, it's, it's a controller that, uh, that 
you know, made, made history, you know? And yes, the, the analog stick is chintzy. As some would say, it's just chintzy. It goes out real soon. Um, doesn't last very long. And the design at first, at least, I mean, it all comes down. It's all subjective, right? This is just my opinion. It's, it's all about what your opinion is, but in my opinion, uh, it's a great controller, except for that that stick goes out way too soon. Mm-hmm. That that was that was the only b- grief I had with it. That was mm-hmm. my only uh, thing. What about you? That's final fair. conclusion. I think for me, it, it it was the vibe. Like it was a little too kid like for you know my twenty five year old self at that time. But as I as I look back at its place in history, and I also you know, inevitably tie it to the Nintendo 64's place in history and the fact that GoldenEye is, is part of that history. It, it's it's really good memories, and it's it's fun to sort of be the devil's advocate here and and, and kind of examine it and have some strong opinions about it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not fully convinced that it's not actually cursed and probably bad juju. No, I don't to, think it's cursed. But... Oh, there's been crazier gaming stories out there. That's so right. We don't know. <laughs> Listeners, let us know what you think about the Nintendo 64 gamepad, a.k.a. Nintendo 64 controller. Let us know what you think, any fun memories you may have around it. Let us know if you want to hear, uh, you know, if you you agree with Chuck and that a perif- an episode on peripherals would be fun. Um, any ideas about that, let us know. You can... Uh, you can send us an email. That's probably an awesome way to get a hold of us directly at um, ovoxandchuck at gmail.com. That's O-V-O-X-A-N-D-C-H-U-K at gmail.com. You could also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new wave gaming podcast. And we've got a YouTube channel as well. If you like to listen to the episodes on YouTube instead, I think that's just youtube.com forward slash NWG podcast. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, I'll get our TikTok going again here soon. I, I've been in the process of moving and whatnot, and hadn't really done anything there lately. But uh, I've got some new ideas. You share some it. more stuff on Facebook too, man. Get on I'll, there. I'll try to get out there for get, for you. Get folks. active on there. Help help me out on there, man. If you guys want to see a pro at work and art, go go check out our video there. Snor- <laughs> sniper. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah everyone uh chuck got a really well that was your first like direct contact pvp kill right in in arc where like you were literally like in uh in armed fire with a pvp player i think that's fair just fair to say yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll put it up on the i'll put it up it's on there it's on our facebook page if you want to hear chuck's reaction when he got his first pvp kill i gotta say it was uh something something to enjoy it was good times yeah <laughs> God, it was funny yeah 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 i certainly look forward to, to getting in on some more arc and uh, i'm gonna appreciate that playstation 5 controller even more i think after this episode Cool. Well, great, great podcasting with you, Chuck. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, to episode 20. Definitely thank all our listeners, and uh, hope everyone has a good couple weeks, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Chuck. I love it, brother. Thanks, everybody. Adios. Adios.